Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back here to the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast with no name. I'm Con Man, that's Botch Guy. We're joined also with C Wrestling. Hopefully, you guys are ready to talk about Bray Wyatt because we're going to chat all about where joined we think he's going to end wrestling up and what company he's going to be with for the foreseeable future. How you guys doing? That's you too, Botch Guy. See oh, wrestling. How you, you guys doing? To, I thought you were talking in chat. <laughs> I did as hey, well. <laughs> Con, why do I look so low quality on your stream? Why, yeah, you look so beautiful. What's up with that? My camera is. I gotta, I gotta get myself more over than you. And when my camera doesn't look oh. as good, I gotta add an extra filter. Oh, I see. That's exactly what's going on. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. I mean, like, uh, look. If you look at C wrestling in the bottom corner, you could argue he's the best quality out of all of us. Yeah, because we don't have to see him. <laughs> oh, see. Uh, it means we haven't got to go late because you know we wait for Botch Guy to finish his makeup. So that is true. Uh, yeah, he's got to get that makeup on. Hey, gotta look, gotta look good, man. Gotta look, look good. Hey, uh, what's <laughs> going on, boys in chat and girls in chat and, and Connie? How's it going, Connie? Looking good. Oh, thank see you, good sir. Not not as good as you though. I see you got that touched up makeup. <laughs> uh, I have like, fat ass <laughs> cheeks, man. It's just fat cheeks. <laughs> That's all they do. I blush. Oh, man. Well, what do you guys say? Do we, we get right into this? The where Bray Wyatt ends up? I no, think just talk for the next 45 minutes about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could. I mean, hell, we do that generally every time we get into a call together. Just yeah, chat about nonsense. Beautiful. We could talk about crypto. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Clearly not. All right, my man, botch guys. Don't, hey, don't hate on my two hundred. <laughs> don't hate on my two hundred dollar investment, okay? Okay, it's I'm doubled learning. since he told us five minutes I'm, ago. It's like one hundred and thirty. I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay, I'm learning. Sue me, okay? The dude is the only man in the history of crypto to invest a hundred dollars and owe two grand. Good job, Bachi. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> Wait, no, I don't wish. That sounds awful. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, so well, you funny. know who should have invested more in a character in WWE? Vince McMahon. Dude, release Bray Wyatt because he doesn't like him. Uh, let's jump right into that. Fightful Select released a report yesterday regarding Bray Wyatt, how he challenged creative and was considered to Vince McMahon to be, quote unquote, hard to work with. Uh, C Wrestling, you're kind of the Bray Wyatt expert here. What's your initial takes on this? I... I can't believe you want me to be do, be do this PG because I think Vince is a beep, beep, beep. But um, I, I can't get it. I can't understand why you wouldn't like him after everything he's done, the merchandise. I don't understand at all. Like, it, it just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. In, in this report, it's, it's pretty much coming across like they had no plans for Bray Wyatt after WrestleMania. They didn't see any direction with that story. They just had no end in sight with it. And it's like, this was one of your major storylines going on for a long time. Bocce, like, what's your takes on this? Is this ridiculous on Vince McMahon's part? I think it's absolutely wild that... Uh... That he could not like the fiend, considering how much money the fiend brings in. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. The fiend is a money maker uh, for the company. He's been a money maker for the company since basically since his original gimmick when he was the eater of worlds. So this this guy's this guy's been making money for the company for a long time. Now we we obviously don't know like the full story here. Like there's something going. Like I me, me and see we talk from time to time about this and. I talked to you about the con, like there's something going on that we don't know about 
that triggered this firing like it's not just i don't like you it's it's is it full-blown creative is it that he want control um is it just tensions between the two people is it something braided is it something vince did i don't know but obviously there's more to this story that meets the eye you don't just let go a guy a merch seller top guy in the company like that this isn't a braun Strowman who sells no choo-choo train merches you know this is this is this is bray wyatt here so uh yeah that's that's my opinion on it well like if you go back to this report again they were saying that there was numerous people backstage who said wyatt was outspoken when he thought creative was bad and by the end some felt vince mcmahon just didn't like him due to that the, the big point in that is that some felt. So, Botchka, you might be onto something that there is more to it than just this whole idea that Vince McMahon didn't like him. But we also know from experience that Vince McMahon doesn't like it when anybody challenges him on anything. You say yes or you're gone. And if you don't say yes, he'll find someone else to fill the spot, which is essentially what happened with Bray Wyatt. Alexa Bliss got his spot. So th this whole report has just been very shocking to see unfold here. Um, let's get kind of into the burned fiend part of it because see wrestling, there was a new mask unveiled, uh, or at least a concept art for some mask. You want to get into this? Yeah. So Kyle Scarborough released artwork that he designed for the burnt fiend mask. And in his write up about it, he sort of spoke that this was not the concept they went with. Instead, their in-house team did a mask and did the costume. And in Sean Rossat's report, he says that it's basically Bray wasn't happy with it that it looked too big, it looked too clunky, it was hard to move in. And when you see him on TV, you've got to agree, it didn't look great. Like, there's a reason he didn't wrestle in it at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, it's it's, I, I, I it's like a so that's like kind of like going off of that point where he had this concept where he wanted to go and WWE forced him to go into a completely different direction. Uh, he also rumorly wanted to play the Firefly Funhouse characters as like a live character. Like he wanted to go down to the ring as like I think they had an artwork for like Huskus, right? Some sort of pig yeah. mask and like the the horns like of the tusks sticking out. Uh, looking a little bit like botch guy, you know, on meth. Who knows? <laughs> How would you That's even know? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just it's I'm where like my mind the most went. <laughs> straight edge person on earth. I haven't even smoked a cigarette. How loser am I? <laughs> Uh, but apparently talent was told why it's released was also budget cut related. So does that sound right? Do you think that's what it is at the end of the day? Budget cuts, botch guy? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so random. Um, uh, budget cuts? It wasn't budget cuts. I told you. It's something to do with something going on behind the scenes. They told the wrestlers that just to kind of like, and they kind of nicked the fire there a little bit. And uh, honestly, it's... <laughs> It's kind of ridiculous to to be to have Bray Wyatt get released. It, like it makes it still makes no way. But that being said, like it's been now a little bit. Uh, Wyatt, uh, you know, his contract is he can sign wherever he likes. Uh, my wife is calling me. I'll be right back. And right. Uh, yeah, be right back. All right. So Bajka is gonna go chat to the misses, <laughs> and that leaves us just to this last little part of the report right here. So I'm gonna read this word for word here. See wrestling. A consensus was that almost nobody in the company truly believed this was a budget cut reason, citing Wyatt's popularity and merchandise sales among other reasons. 
Wyatt was well known within the company to move merchandise when he was an active performer, and several other long-term stars said that they don't feel like their jobs are safe any longer, despite their positions on the card or prior pushes. Do you think that is truly the feeling backstage, my man? Because uh, like yeah, a, a lot think, of wrestlers would definitely be scared right now, wouldn't they? I think so. I think we. I think I said it on a live stream after his release that who else is going to go because. Can you look at Seth and say that, you know, Vince wants to keep him? Probably not. You know, there's there's arguments we made for everyone that maybe he gets rid of him. Mm-hmm. And on the budget cut side of it, if you've released Bray, they haven't just got rid of Bray. They've kind of spread his character towards everyone. Mm-hmm. You've now got Damian Priest playing an alter ego character. Alexa Bliss is playing that Funhouse-like character, or she was, you know, with the mm-hmm. whole Lily doll and everything. And then you've got Joe Gacy in NXT, who's basically now the cult leader. Yeah. So you kind of taken what made Brain magical and tried to spread it across other superstars. And I don't know if it's going to work, but if it does, it would probably be a huge success. But yeah, the, the Joe Gacy one is an excellent comparison because that is totally when you came into the live stream yesterday, it, it clicked right then. Bray Wyatt 2.0 cult leader type of thing. They're going to add to this stable. He's got a monster already with him, probably going to have another monster at some point. It just it seems to be the direction that they're going in um, with yeah. splitting up the the three faces of Wyatt, if you will, uh, having this. And I'm not sure if they've really got the Firefly Funhouse character yet, right? But I wouldn't surprise me if they've got some sort of take on, like, a a backstage character like that. Like, trying to invoke, like, a new world into wrestling. Um, Bocce, we were just chatting about how Bray Wyatt, his gimmicks have kind of been spread throughout the roster with Damian Priest, a split personality type gimmick, uh, a cult leader in Joe Gacy. Uh, So, like, it's. do you agree with that, man? Do you think that his gimmick has been spread around the WWE? I guess maybe a little bit. Um, I think they like the concepts of certain gimmicks and they don't mind using them again. And I don't mind it. Like Damien Priest now with his new gimmick uh, is, oh, he was doing good stuff before. It's not like he was boring. I've actually been really, really enjoyed his matches with Sheamus and and Sheamus and then Sheamus again. Uh, He had a good match with Hardy and then Sheamus. Um, But, you know, I'll say, I'll say this, like, He's definitely, it looks like a more personality type gimmick with what he's doing now when it comes to like having an actual, what is he? Because before he was the archer of whatever, Game of Thrones or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like he was, it didn't mean anything. He was just doing like little bows and arrows, which didn't mean anything. They should have called him Robin Hood of, of, of priest. I don't know. Robin Hood. Um, <laughs> what the frick? <laughs> at least make him like be like look out for the younger guy or the you know like the less pushed guys or something. Do like some sort of like Robin Hood thing there, but I don't know. But uh, but now obviously that's, that would be a terrible idea. But yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the other one? The the well, like we're just talking. It's just kind of like a, a Joe Gacy, Alexa Bliss. Like the gimmick is just. I been haven't spread seen out. Joe Gacy as much as you guys have. I really need to go look and look and look up. Oh, last night they NXT, even gave right? him a little graphic with the whole world in his hands. Like mm-hmm. there's no, there's one hundred percent. It's a brain. Oh wire. really? Yeah. Like yeah, oh yeah. Definitely. He's totally playing like the woke culture, whatever type of cult leader, and that's what he's going for. It's it's working though. It's pretty damn entertaining, if I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah, I heard NXT sucked last night. It though, did. But, it uh, was brutal. Um, what was the third person you said you mentioned? Uh, we had mentioned Damien Priest, Alexa Bliss, and Joe Gacy. Oh, Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I actually like. 
like fiend or sorry the fiend well i'll call it c wrestling the fiend now it's never good uh c, c, c wrestling, wrestling probably knows more about the alexa bliss stuff than i do but uh yeah i i don't i don't think they're doing it well yeah they probably are i'm, I'm picking now with vince yeah they probably are they're like oh let's just mix and match like what's the next character what other character did great oh husky husky harris is an original one give that to like uh, I don't know. Otis. Uh, Otis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Let, let, maybe let's not do that. I I don't know. Okay. Uh, but I want to transition this Boy. into now our theories on where we think Bray Wyatt slash Windham Rotunda is going to end up. So we've got a few options. We've got AEW. We have Impact Wrestling. You could maybe say like a NWA or like an independent style promotion um, somewhere where he might just only be for a little bit. You could say Hollywood or nowhere. Uh, let's start with C wrestling. What do you think is going to happen with Bray Wyatt slash Wyndham? So I'm going to say Hollywood. Yeah. I think if he goes anywhere, it's going to be Hollywood. I wouldn't be shocked if he does like cameo appearances in AEW, but I don't think he'll be full time in AEW or anything like that. Botch guy, your thoughts on that? I'll tell you where he's not going. He's not going to Impact Wrestling. Uh, he's not going to AEW. He's not going to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, he is going to Hollywood. Uh, there is no doubt. And like, if if he comes back to wrestling, uh, it's going to be either indie shows and or it's going to be working for the WWE and Vince McMahon and them are going to make up and he's going to get his, what he wants. Mm. Uh, if the, if Vince really gets to the point where he really wants his merch sells again. So, um, cause that's, that would be the only reason, by the way, he'll probably realize that the, the, the reports of merchandise sales and they'll be like, Oh wow. We lost quite a bit with no Bray. We should probably bring him back. So if, if Bray wants to come back, I don't care how many hard feelings there is. It'll be WWE. But there's AEW doesn't work for Bray Wyatt. Like, a lot of people want AEW, AEW, right? But, like, people need to understand AEW doesn't do these type of gimmicks. Like, they don't do uh, it justice. And, like, yeah, you're talking about Aleister Black. What has he done with Aleister Black, really? Like, they're, like it's not that. Like, they've pushed him. But, like, take. come on. They put him with a feud with Cody Rhodes. Like, it's not like bold, they're really bold take. I, I I just don't feel AEW does deal with those demonic type characters that well. And and Alistair Black has done okay, but then you have like you like he gets taken out. This is well see, do you want to talk about this one? About what? The, the take where he got taken out with like a, a basic move after taking like a million of them. Remember you told told me about it? On, on... That was Abaddon. Oh, it's Abaddon or whatever, whatever. Anyway, but the, the, the case still stands. Like, I, I don't feel like even Abaddon, like where's Abaddon? She was cool. And she yeah, just she kind of came off of a women's dark. title match at, uh, against Britt Baker. You know, she, it, no, no, no. Now, it was a non, non-title match. Non-title. And what, it was, her oh, was non-title? Oh, since last Halloween. Okay. Sorry. It was non-title. My mistake then. I thought she just came off that title match. Non-title okay. match. And she hasn't wrestled since Halloween. So they literally just said, oh, you know, you look like kind of like a Halloween character. Let's, let's push you after four months for one match just for fun. Okay. But like, it wasn't, it, sorry. I was legitimately thinking it was a title match. It's a non-title match then. So what's the issue there? 
that it was a non-title match. She hasn't been no, featured, right? She, but she hasn't been featured at, at all. It's like they're just throwing her on a show because it was Halloween. Like that's the problem. That's not giving someone love. You can tell storyline building. Like, yeah, they're building stuff with Alistair Black, but mm-hmm. like, is it really that captivating? Like, I haven't been like I thought his entrance is cool. Uh, I think he looks cool. I'm, I'm sorry, Botch looks- Guy. There, I got to disagree with you. I think it's <laughs> oh, been hella entertaining. Alistair Black, Malachi like, I Black. Like I, I like him in there. I think his whole, uh, dem- like his whole demeanor is just so entertaining. I'm enjoying this whole thing with Cody that he's got going on. I, it was fun for me, but you know, it, it's not for everyone, right? Uh, I don't. I don't like what they. I don't like what they're doing with him. Uh, I don't like that he's shooting with Cody Rhodes. I just. Like, I just don't like that they're feuding with Cody Rhodes. But back to back to Bray Wyatt. So, like, you don't think he's going to be a good fit inside of AEW. Um, And, like, you know what, man? I I think he might be onto something there. He might not be the best fit inside of AEW because of the things that you had just mentioned. You know, outside of Malachi Black, you know, Abaddon is a great example. It's a hit-and-miss type of character. When she first came around, people were like, oh, my God, what's going on with this chick? And then later on, she just couldn't find her place on the card, which is the reason why we haven't seen her for, like, four months, like what, you were saying, or whatever what, it was. What, I'm interrupting you. What do you mean wouldn't call her or find a place? They didn't give her a place. Because they couldn't find one, right? Like I'm, I'm def- they should have made they room for dude, I'm, her. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm absolutely 100% agreeing with you that they haven't she found a spot. Yeah, they she didn't find a spot for Abaddon on the card, Open. which is totally because of the style of character that she has. So yeah, I agree with you. That oh, okay. she prob that Bray Wyatt probably isn't the best fit with AEW. We, agree. Um, we, we do agree on that one. I think he's going to Hollywood as well. Um, oh I would love to see him though come back to WWE at some point. I truly, truly would. Um, but also, you mentioned New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. That could be interesting, right? Like it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. Like, what do you think on that there, Bachi? Like, if he know, was to go to New Japan, do you know what's interesting? Is like. I thought, like, I'll get to that in one second. I thought it would be interesting if he went to Impact because Impact is known to do demonic characters really mm. well and giving lots of time and slow builds. And they did it with Rosemary. They did it with, uh, you know, Willow. They, 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 that would have been the perfect place, but they didn't, they can't afford them. They simply just can't afford them. I think that's what happened more than anything. Um, but as for New Japan Pro Wrestling, I can see, yeah, I guess I can see him doing some matches there. Um, but I don't see him being full-time there, but I would really be curious, like how do the new Japan pro wrestling crowd, uh, react to like those type of gimmicks? I actually don't know the history that well. Well, it it depends on like, obviously the performer, they have a lot of, they have a lot of different style of gimmicks, right? Like you think of someone like Lord Tensai from a long time ago. Um, Matt Bloom, he got big over in Japan and he was kind of a, a different style of character, more of like a little mythological, little, he was just a little different over there in Japan, and it got over as a monster heel. Um, I don't think Bray Wyatt could succeed as a babyface in Japan. I legitimately don't. Um, he, well, first of all, I don't think he speaks the language to be able to get over with the locals, but also as that type of character, they would have to paint him as like an evil evil demonic character going into New Japan, which could be really cool, similar to when Chris Jericho went over there as the pain maker. Uh, could be something to it. See uh, Wrestling, your thoughts on possibly Bray Wyatt going to New Japan? I don't think he'll go to New Japan. I don't think he'll want the 
travel commitments with he's, he's got a young family and stuff and i think he'll just want to stay in the u.s fair enough I, I think i don't think he's averse to doing obviously overseas tours and things like that but to do it like every you know you're away for six months or something i think he'd hate that so and let me just say one more thing on the whole AEW thing. I, don't get me wrong. AEW as a product right now, when it comes to their wrestling specifically, has been insane. Like Daniel Bryan, Suzuki, um, like Kenny Omega, like some. And then obviously the people people don't talk about as much is like the Lucha Brothers and, and the Young Bucks, which are still putting on insane, insane matches. Um, so AEW as a product, when it comes to the wrestling, is like top, 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 top notch. I just don't feel like their style would fit mesh well with the whole Bray Wyatt type style. Or maybe they need something like that, which changes the pace. But do they want to slow down their kind of energy? Because that's what the, that's all what AEW is about, right? It's about crowd energy. Yeah. It's about mm-hmm. pushing high high altitude or how high tempo matches. Like, and then that's why the CM Punk thing has been a complete bust <laughs> well other than the first month but let's be honest like do we have five seconds to talk about that or i mean yeah sure i'm excited about the feud against eddie kingston coming up i, I think i think cm okay first of all i i am excited for that feud just because i think it's going to be a different style of match but yeah you know cm punk he he still gets good reactions that's no doubt he still gets very good reactions but I don't know about you, but maybe I'm tripping. Maybe you guys, everybody in chat, tell me if I'm tripping. Um, but I feel like the momentum has like, it's not that it went down. I think it's gotten like crushed. And I, I think the one CM of the Punk reasons. Momentum. Yeah, CM yeah. Punk momentum. And I think one of the reasons for that is the guy just can't wrestle as well. Or not as well, but like not even like not even not even close to what he used to be able to, and that's not fair for him because you know he's he's an older guy. It's been it's been a long time since he wrestled, so like we're, we can't expect him to be like exactly the same, right? But mm-hmm. you know, I I feel like the momentum definitely slowed down with CM Punk. I don't know what you guys. Yeah, he's forty three years old and he looks like he's yeah. forty seven right now in the ring, and I, I think that's what he needs to like fifty seven, sure, one hundred and seven <laughs> if you want to go that far. <laughs> Uh, like he definitely needs to get that ring rust off of him. And mm. I think also what is kind of the problem is that you got to remember CM Punk, he brought this style to wrestling like a long time ago, right? His specific brand of wrestling. And that brand has been more so evolved over the last 10 years. And now when you see CM Punk go in and do that running knee into the corner or that twisting neck breaker or the flying elbow or what have you, that doesn't resonate with fans as much as it did a decade ago. Fans were more willing to pop for moves like that because they weren't as frequently seen. Now you have people like uh, Dante Martin going in there and doing some of the craziest flips in the world and then a CM Punk match, you know, coming maybe two or three segments before or after it. And you're like, okay, that's that's cool what we got to see from CM Punk, but like, why are we marking out for this guy when there's someone who is able to do three times the amount of the athleticism that he's able to do now? And I think that's part of the reason why he's not connecting with fans. He's going back and he's just saying like, I'm back, I'm here, I'm CM Punk. Oh yes, nice to see me again, right? But now that we're getting into the Eddie Kingston, he's jealous that Punk is getting all these like opportunities, camera time, whatever it may be, and Eddie Kingston's starting to snap. So I think that's the first step, at least for Punk, to getting him over yeah. with the fans again. But yeah, you're right. The momentum has uh, definitely slowed. Also, like, like I feel like when CM Punk came back, right? You, like the 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 hype was just 
insane. Like even I was hyped beyond words. Mm-hmm. And then like what two weeks later, you you had a feud with or at least a match with I think Matt Seidel, right? Yeah. It's just like it's like out of all the like it's, you should be putting him with the top card guys. Even if he can't, even if he has to like remove some of that rust, just the. You know when you have that moment where you just stand in the ring together, like CM Punk and Kenny Omega just standing in the ring after yep. that hype, just that alone. Remember what happened with Daniel Bryan? Now like, he can obviously still go like like no one's business, but just the the, the moment, right? They could have pushed the moment, and they're just trying to do off the ring rest with them, which kind of hurt them. But mm-hmm. I still think AEW is doing pretty well. A lot of people crap on them recently. Um, I'm from what I see on a lot on social media. I still think they're doing fine. I I just I feel. Like they could maybe do be doing a little bit better if that makes any sense. Yeah, you know what, man? Like I, I could pause. I completely agree with that. I'm sure C wrestling agrees to an extent as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but definitely, you know, AEW is still putting out some good content right now, and it's just finding what the storylines that they really want to feature. And um, some of their main storylines, I feel, have been unfortunately pushed to the background. Um, there's also going to be issues now moving forward. Uh, this is not an issue for us fans, but like obviously it's an issue for AEW with John Moxley now checking into rehab. By the way, best of wishes go mm-hmm. out to John Moxley. Um, it's such a brave thing that he's doing, you know, getting the help that he needs. But that cannot take away from the fact that AEW now has a massive challenge losing one of their biggest stars for the foreseeable future who is in the middle of a tournament right now. And I wonder who will step up and I wonder if somebody will take the reins, you know, of the John Moxley. Uh, but yeah, AEW, you know, they've got some good content going out right now and some rough content for sure. But going back to this Bray Wyatt situation, yeah, this impact wrestling missing out on him because it's too expensive. Do you think this will go down as one of the biggest missed opportunities for impact wrestling? See wrestling. I don't think it's because he's too expensive. I think if Anthem who owns impact wanted to buy Bray Wyatt, they probably have more money than WWE. Like, as a parent company, they've got the finances to afford Bray Wyatt. And I think they would probably want him because, again, he does move merchandise. He probably will attract new viewers. I think the forbidden door closing is probably what stopped Bray Wyatt going to impact. Mm -hmm. I think that's a whole lot less interesting without that forbidden door because he could have done NWA, AEW, Mm -hmm. other promotions. He can't do that now. It's so unfortunate about the Forbidden Door ending, right? Like, God, what a fun time in wrestling it was over the last year and a half. That was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I agree mostly with what C said. I do think there's some money aspects. I'm not saying they can't afford them. I'm just saying they probably have a budget that they have to have with their promotion. And they probably said, listen, this guy would make more money than like... (laughs) like three quarters of our wrestlers combined right so do we really want to put that much of a budget but at the same time the forbidden door is definitely a a big part of it like just the fact that he could have went there and done some stuff with kenny omega and daniel bryan and yeah yeah did he do stuff with daniel bryan before oh yeah he had the he whole did. like yeah, did, daniel right? bryan yeah, joined yeah. the wyatt family but that yeah, would no, be cool but to i mean like on. as the fiend kind of yeah, yeah, he, had yeah he did that too oh, yep. I, don't, I don't remember now god man do you i, I think if i'm remembering correctly it's when he came out of the ring right and pulled some of daniel bryan's oh, hair right. out that's right yeah that's right that was a good run actually or I his actually... beard his beard hair yeah, right that's when he came back without a beard 
Something like that. Oh, man. But what a fun time, man. Like, seriously, reliving those moments. Like, the, the Fiend was so awesome. Like, it was such a fun time in wrestling. The strobe lights hitting, like, the, the lead up to his debut. The the decapitated head on the lantern. Like, what was your favorite Bray Wyatt moment here as we close out this chapter of Bray Wyatt? Let's start with Botch Guy, and then we'll go to see wrestling. Oh, start with C wrestling. Okay. All right. Just disregard what I'm saying. Start with C wrestling. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm going to say the reveal of the fiend because I think until that moment, we was all watching the Funhouse, thinking, what is going on here? Yeah. Um, there's this, like, we all know Bray's a cult leader and now he's got puppets. What? Why? And then when you were, like, you knew something was happening, but you had no idea what. And when you reveal the fiend, you're like, oh, okay. This is about to get good because yeah. this is like a, you can literally look yeah. at him and say that's a de- demonic entity, you know? I was thinking he, he was, it was about to get good too, right? When, when I saw it, I remember I, that video was so funny too, but I had ages gone. I don't know if I'm still alive, but um, I'll, I'll say this, man. It's kind of stuck with two for me. One is his original fiend entrance when the oh, music was yeah. different. Yeah. Um, I remember that. And then obviously it, the greatest inferno match of all time uh no doubt about it uh maybe i should say seth and and thing in the hell in the cell no 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 <laughs> worst moment ever <laughs> worst moment ever uh inferno match uh that when he was walking on fire man nice. that was so cool like i, I remember saying and then I didn't know they tricked the cameras. They did it really good. So when I, he was lighting him up, I'm like, he's on fire. It's like, what the <laughs> fudgesicle? <laughs> yeah, oh, so man. I have, I have got a close second, actually. All right. Now you've mentioned about three or four. I'll mention another one. Okay, it was the SummerSlam match against Balor. Mm-hmm. And it was after the match, after Fiend and his whole like disappearing thing and everything. And the crowd had just sat there just chanting, that was awesome. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think I've ever heard a that was awesome chant you know oh i was there live for it and i can tell you for certain we me and my uh, friend bob we joined in on that chant it was truly awesome and that's my favorite moment ever with bray wyatt as well was that entrance at SummerSlam 2019 when he debuted the new theme song i cannot emphasize this enough the entire crowd, it just you could feel them collectively get goosebumps, starting at the bottom and going all the way to the top of the dome. As soon as that music hit, you're just like, wow, this is a megastar. And fast forward here two years later, and he's not even employed with the company. It's unbelievable. It truly is. It's time for the... You never boo. Let's try that again. (laughs) It's time for the unnamed wrestling podcast mailbag. We got your questions here over on Twitter. If you guys want to send them to us in the future, you can. It's at conman167. You will find it. So coming up this year at Survivor Series is the 25th anniversary of The Rock. So just kind of changing complete traction here to The Rock. I might have asked this a few weeks ago, but let's see if your opinion have changed. Do you think Rock will be at Survivor Series this year? I didn't know it was the what it's the what what 25th, 25th anniversary? 25th anniversary. Man. See, I'm, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I think so. I, I I know there's reports saying oh he's filming he can't be there. I I think they will. I think they'll fly him out. I think they'll do something. They're going to they're going to have the Rock on the show. Yep, yeah, I, I 100% agree. How can you not? 25 years of rock. This guy's a legend. I, 
I okay. I hope and I pray that <laughs> that it's <laughs> that it's gonna be a surprise pop and it's not yeah. uh we are having the rock at Survivor Series, then promo packages and just mm-hmm. it just lessens the moment. I want to see a Brock Lesnar type moment where out of nowhere, you know, matches over, or maybe even start the elimination chamber, and nothing's going on, and all you hear is or sort of elimination chamber, Survivor, Survivor Series, Series and, and all you hear is if you smell, and then the place goes absolutely back and it's the miz coming out (laughs) as the rock (laughs) and he makes his big return (laughs) that would be that would be cool um you know what after hearing that i'm still gonna say no still no yeah i um all right so we got one yes one no live chat what do you guys think will the rock show up yes or no i'm gonna personally say myself yes Rocky is going to be at Survivor Series. I think it's going to happen. Unfortunately, though, I think we're going to get like a week before an announcement on Raw to say, hey, Rock will be at Survivor Series for his 25th anniversary because, yes, you're right, Botch Guy. They got to draw that money. Uh, That's what I think is going to happen. Next question inside of the mailbag. So I've heard WWE are open for Brian Danielson to return after he's finished with AEW. That's if he goes to AEW. Uh, do you think he will end his career in WWE? And who do you think his final opponent should be if he comes back to WWE? So kind of a multi-layered question here, C-Wrestling. Uh, he is in AEW, isn't he? Brian Danielson. Oh my god, I read that as Brian Danielson, but I was totally thinking Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was um, that changes the entire question. <laughs> Sorry. Well. Uh, I, I, reading is hard. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's change the question. Brian Danielson, do you think he will return to AEW or WWE after AEW? And will he end his career in AEW or WWE? There we go. I think he'll go back to WWE. I think he'll finish in WWE too. I think he'll go back there on a Legends part-time deal. Yep. And I think his last match should be against the Miz. <laughs> Miz, wow. His all-time rival, eh? Yeah. Botch guy? Uh, I, I, I think uh, he's going to do his run with AEW. Um, I and If he doesn't get to have his matches with Okada and uh, um, Ibushi and uh, Naito and all that stuff, he will then, after this contract ends with AEW, he'll go to New Japan, get his matches that he wanted to have with those guys. And then he will. Oh, and and um, Jay and White as well. If he wants to have a match with, I believe. Um, and then he'll go back to the WWE, have a final run as a part timer. Uh, he'll go. He'll be extremely over uh, because Yes Chance alone will put him over. Just the fact that the, the Yes Chance alone is like an literally. It's like it's like a, a battery that attaches to his character. You will always have that to add excitement for the crowd, and he deserves it because he's so mm-hmm. good. Um, so yeah, I, I think WWE and his final match, who would it be? Yeah, I, I think storyline, it would be, it would be nice to do the Miz, but let's remember when Baron Corbin won the <laughs> Kurt Angle and they could have had his final match with John Cena yeah. and everybody wanted John Cena. And for some reason, Baron Corbin was the guy, right? So I, I don't think it would happen. Maybe it'll just be a random match. Goodbye. And thank you yeah it could be the miz like uh like c wrestling was saying could be like who knows someone like uh austin theory maybe he's a big star by then and needs that extra little tip of the cap to 
get over in his career or maybe a Braun Breaker or God, who knows, Pete Dunne or someone, you know, someone young in the company. Tyler Bate, who knows? Uh, it could be literally anyone against Brian Danielson, but I agree with you too. I think he ends his career in WWE. Uh, deepest apologies to Raul because I butchered the hell out of that question there. <laughs> Where to go? What a bottom. Uh, <laughs> Turquoise Hawk over here says, do you think it's possible that we are going to still get Becky Lynch versus Charlotte at Survivor Series? Or do you think it's going to end up being Liv versus Charlotte? If that's the case, if she gets a women's title opportunity. See wrestling, what do you think? I think we'll get Becky Charlotte. I don't think they'll do another women's title match to after Survivor Series. But can I just say, right, how silly and how it proves Vince McMahon's lost it that he's not capitalized on Charlotte and Becky. Yeah. Like yeah. Vince McMahon 10 years ago would have had six months yeah. written in a day of seeing yeah. that trending on Twitter. He would have done. He yep. really would have done. Oh, he's yeah. basic. Like, why is Charlotte not showing up on Raw punching Becky in the face? And we're all going, is this real? You know? Yeah, like just literally have Charlotte, like, you know, sucker punch her on the way to the ring, like, you know, and then go backstage again. Like, just something silly like that that would be, like, get yeah. people talking. Like, was that meant to happen? Or, like, you know, catch it in the background, like an argument going on between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair in the background. And the camera people aren't really focusing on it, so it gets social media talking about it again. Like, it's it's crazy that he hasn't done anything with this, especially with Survivor Series coming up. Like, you've got the match right there already happening between them. Lean into it, Vinnie Mac. Come on, man. Um, I'll say this. Wait, wait, wait. I I'll lost my bye. train of thought. Wait, what were we talking about? Vince McMahon, <laughs> Becky Lynch, <laughs> oh, Charlotte Flair. Yeah, uh, yeah. First of all, I, I, I lost my train of thought. Um, it happens from time to time. Once I went to work and I couldn't do basic math, and I'm like, I can't do basic math. I don't know what's going on. It was ridiculous. What's two plus uh, two? Four. Uh, there you go. All right. You're good. Continue on. It's close. <laughs> uh, what's 37 times 37? Your mom. Let's go. <laughs> so weird today. Um, uh, no world, new world, maybe later. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Vince McMahon. Um, I agree. Uh, I agree with C wrestling. What he had. Um, I'll, I'll say this, not just capitalizing on that, but how about capitalizing on Liv Morgan, the fact that she's been over for God knows how long now, and they had her lose back-to-back -back matches against, uh, what's her face, uh, Carmella, right? And now all of a sudden she's stepping up to Becky Lynch. Like, okay, if she won those matches and she got some momentum, then she steps up to Becky and be like, I beat Carmella at least. Right. So at least something there. Now she lost to Carmella. She loses to everybody. And then you're supposed to tell me as a wrestling fan that she's credible enough to even look at Becky Lynch. She's not. I'm sorry. She needs to win, win, win. See wrestling. Can you please ask Vince to have her win some matches to give her some credibility, please? Uh, I'm not going to argue with you. She needs to win matches for sure. Win. She needs to win. She what the I, I will say this though. Becky for I will say this. She's not a contender yet. All she did was step up. Yep. Be Becky can say, "Okay, let's have the match," but she's not a number one contender. She's just stepped up. Yep. Step step up by winning matches. You need to win first. You need to establish yourself before you step up and show that you could be in even in the same conversation as her. People were talking about, oh, I'd love to see Becky and Liv. Why? She just lost. Back when, are you going to do a surprise ending where Liv pulls up a sneaky win as an underdog? Guess you could do that. 
if that if they happen but you need to have matches then you need to have a turn i don't know if it's a tournament or a or a number one contenders tournament or something and have her win a bunch of matches in a row and then reach to the point where she's like okay now i'm credible enough now i'm ready to rock now i can go against becky lynch that's that's what i think she needs and she's over already like it's not like she needs to get over i think she's gonna get I, it I, like i think she I will is say, gonna get that when becky left when she was pregnant when she went backstage and she's hugging all the like the other female superstars, she actually whispered to Liv right. saying, when I return, you're going to be the women's champion. Yeah. So uh, I'm assuming Liv, Liv's going to beat her for the belt eventually. Yeah, I think that's got to be the story, you know, and here's I'm going off of what you're saying there, Botch guy. You are 100 percent correct that she needs wins to be able to challenge the champion as a number one contender. She has not got a title match yet. She has not gotten even a match against Becky Lynch yet. And hell, we don't even know if this is going to lead to a match right now because Becky just simply shrugged her shoulders at the end of that and walked away. Like, uh, I don't think this is the person I was expecting, but all right, whatever, and walks away. This should be a match that Liv Morgan tries to beat Becky Lynch in and fails. She should lose this match against Becky Lynch right now. Mm -hmm. And it should go on to her building herself up to the Royal Rumble. And then it should go on to her either having a great showing in the Rumble, being final two, or winning the damn thing. And then it should go on to her facing Becky Lynch at WrestleMania for the title and winning the big one. That's the direction this should be going in. But I like the idea that they're starting to get her in the title picture right now. Because, you know, we're really not all that far out from the road to WrestleMania. Rumble's in a couple of months. But see, wrestling, do you think, uh, do you think that's the direction they might be going in? Oh, I hope so. I'd love her to win the Rumble. I'd mark out. I really would. <laughs> so going back here, I think we got one more question in the in the mailbag here. Uh, it's about NXT 2.0 from Whisper Gaming. He says, NXT 2.0 has been horrible ever since Vince took over. <laughs> and I think we can all agree with that. Do we all agree with that? Has it been horrible or has it been great? Or what do you think? Start with Botch Guy. Uh, I haven't watched last week. I heard it wasn't great, but before that, I I've enjoyed it. I I think it's been pretty fun, unique, different. Um, I don't I don't have any strong feelings of negativity towards it. I just feel like it's kind of been there, and you know, maybe I think they obviously need a lot more time to establish um, some of these new characters. There's so many of them. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't use the word terrible or horrible. I'd probably just use the word as building. Building. Okay. Yeah. Uh, watch the know. Zion Quinn segment from last night and uh, get back to me on What's that. What's What happened? To Zion? <laughs> oh, he's a sexy boy. He's a sexy boy. Is right. See wrestling. Your take on NXT 2.0. I agree with Botch Guy. It's a hard reset. I think they've done too much of a reset too quickly, and I think. It, I think you said it on stream last night that it's it's it feels like so much has happened and really it's only been a few weeks. Yeah. And they, they, there's no current big storylines or anything like that. They seemingly just wrote Zoe Stark off for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. It just feels like they don't know exactly what they want to do yet. Exactly. Maybe man. they'll get there in a few weeks. I don't know. But yeah, like uh, what last night's show was, was it was two hours of squash matches and it, that's fine for like a, a 40 segment of a two hour show, like 40 minute segment of two hours. But man, the entire show watching squash matches, it just, 
and watching new characters try out something new and this damn poker room with Duke Hudson and this and that and what they got going on is not NXT. It certainly is not. It definitely is NXT 2.0. There is a stark difference with it. And, um, you know, I've been watching NXT for a long ass time. I loved it. I was rooting for it throughout the Monday Night Wars. I wanted to see it be successful. And this just doesn't have the same feel to it. It does feel like a Vince McMahon promotion. It does feel like he's just going to try to throw whatever at the wall and see if it sticks. Um, but yeah, it hasn't been terrible its entire run. Like NXT 2.0, if I remember correctly, we were praising it when it first began. The the new look, the design, like how bright it is, some of the new stars that were there. But they just haven't executed it as well as I had hoped. And it feels just kind of bland, like a bunch of people that are just there figuring things out, which is the case. It is developmental, right? Dude, I just saw the Zion quit of him dancing and all that and do that. Dude, he had Jackhammer as his finisher. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. part was cool. Like, that part when he Dude, went I from looked- dancing to serious was cool, but, like, the rest of it? Holy moly. Dude, he did a Jackhammer as his finisher. That's good enough for me. <laughs> good enough for me. Do you hear I think he looks awesome. No, I didn't. I purposely oh. turned off the audio. Oh, well, there, there you go. <laughs> it looks actually good when you turn off the singing and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's that's good to know that it's good without audio. Maybe next time we go back and watch <laughs> NXT 2.0, we'll turn off the audio. <laughs> yeah, there you go. NXT. Um, oh, gonna have, I was going to do like a decibel joke there, like, like 0.2 decibels because it's quiet. NXT 2.0, but it didn't work. Just continue on. It's about as quiet as the reception to that joke. My goodness. Wow. Good one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But guys, that I believe is all we have for the mailbag. Unless there's anything else that you would like to touch on with Bray Wyatt. Um, Maybe maybe chat has a question or something. Chat, you guys got anything for Bray Wyatt or anything, I guess. Yeah. Um, We'll take a few moments here to get to the chat. Uh, but while they're uh, typing their questions out here, do you want to plug your stuff? Sure. Um, uh, hi, guys. I'm the botch guy. I'm a YouTuber on uh, on, on YouTube, content creator. Uh, no, I. you know what? I, I've just been going through the paces here, doing my videos like I usually do. My Did You Catch That's and all that lovely stuff. Uh, my videos have been doing uh, very well <laughs> recently. Uh, not as well as sea wrestling, except for one of them, but... Uh, they they've been doing very well and I've been very thankful for that. And uh, no, I, I don't think I have anything coming up. I was supposed to stream the last couple of days. Once again, I, I didn't stream. Uh, I don't know what's going on with me when it comes to streaming. So I do apologize for a lot of people here. I recognize some very familiar faces. I will get back to it eventually. I'm just, there's just a lot of reasons why I haven't done it recently. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, that's going good, man. Uh, my video died finally. Eh? It took forever. Oh, it's wow. finally over. <laughs> it ended at, uh, wow, I don't even know. Over Did it break the 300? Yeah, I think, yeah. It, I think it was like 340, 350. Dang. So, uh, which was pretty crazy. <laughs> didn't expect, didn't see that coming. But uh, that was a pretty good, ha- I was pretty happy about that at least. Uh, we had that to share with everybody and uh yeah that's great that's so that's what's going it. on over there on botch guys channel make sure you guys drop that subscription there see wrestling what do that you got up. going on i've got things you might have missed with smackdown coming up friday and apart from that nothing except bray wyatt videos if and when that Ooh. happens Ooh, could be any day now i missed it what did he say he's got potential videos for bray wyatt coming up <laughs> if it oh, happens okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nothing um, new. No. All right, my man. Well, make sure everybody goes and checks their channels <laughs> <Nice luck>. out. <laughs> right down there in the description below, their channel links are there. Um, so we got the, the questions from the live chat here. Uh, a few people were asking about DIY. Uh, last night at the end Why? of NXT, there was a Champa and Gargano stare down, signaling whether they're going to either Ooh. feud amongst the NXT title or they might be working together. Uh, l- simple question. Are they working together or is this a feud, C-Wrestling? Feud. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it will be Gargano's last feud. Mm-hmm. I think Gargano's leaving and I think his last match will be Champa. Do you think like he's leaving WWE or leaving for the main roster? WWE. Botch guy. I think, I think they've rumored it, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They have. Botch guy, your thoughts on uh, Gargano, Ciampa? Will it be a feud or a team? Uh, feud. Uh, sayonara. Last match. You want to do it with Ciampa. Ask, probably ask behind the scenes, hey, can I have this last match from mm-hmm. Out of respect. He's going to do it. He's going to feud. Then he's going to go to either AEW, which would be a good fit for Johnny yes. Gargano because of his style. Very, very, very good fit for AEW or for uh, Johnny Gargano, or he'll go to New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is also a very good style fit for him. I don't think he's going to go to Impact. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but those would be my two options for sure. Well, like Johnny Gargano with the X Division title could be a lot of fun. But like, yeah, I agree. I don't think he's going there uh, to Impact Wrestling. AEW seems like the definitive choice for him. You could put him against anyone on rampage and that's a must-see match more so than a bobby fish match right like people would be more inclined to tune in to see gargano versus someone versus bobby versus someone right uh but yeah this is definitely a potential direction for him i'm thinking aew he ends up in as well uh any other questions that you guys see here in this live chat that we would like to get to uh what we got here don't think that would work. How should, uh, how should AEW book Bray Wyatt if he signs for them? Oh my god, that is a loaded question. Wow, um, that is uh, a tough. That, <laughs> I, let me ask you this. Um, let me ask you guys this: the condensate. If Bray Wyatt decides to go back to wrestling, what is his character going to be, give or take? Like, what do you think it might be? You think it's going to be like demonic? Is it going to be more, you know, Eater of Worlds? Like, what do you? Is he going to be in a costume and not? Like, what, what do you guys think? So I think the original Fiend character was never demonic. I think it was meant to be psychotic. I think the clue to that is in the first Funhouse, or well, the Funhouse when he revealed the Fiend. Mm-hmm. The next one, he had a paper plate in front of his face. And I think that was a sign that, hey, I can put a mask on, but I'm still just me. Right. And right. I think it was meant to be a psychotic thing that then during the, during the, the pandemic era, they made it into Supernatural. Um, so I think it would be more psychotic than anything else. And I think it would just be an evolution of the Fiend rather than just the Fiend. I like the idea of the evolution. I think it's going to be an entirely brand new character from the demented mind of Bray Wyatt. It will definitely have like its roots with the Fiend and the roots of the Eater of Worlds and, and all that. But I think we will see that if he comes back, if he does debut in AEW, it will be as just Windham. And that will be the character and it will be different in some ways i truly believe that 
Uh, but yeah, that seems like that's a good way to end the show here today, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you to everyone in the live chat who watched along. Uh, shout out to the couple donors that we had, Matthew Grantland, and I apologize, I missed the very first one, but it was $5. Deeply appreciated. Thank you for your support. Uh, but we will be back next week with another episode of the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast, as long as everything goes according to plan, that is. But make sure you hit that like button. Subscribe to these two lovely fellas right here. The link is in the description below. You can also check all three of us out on Twitter. There we go, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Hope you had a wonderful time. I've been Khan. That's Botch Guy. He's C-Wrestling. And that was the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast. <laughs>